What's up, what's up, what's up? You're listening to another episode of Our Journey of Love Podcast. It's your girl, Ashley, and I'm here with the husband. What up, babe? What up, though? Listen, love's a trip. We went from being best friends to being husband and wife, and let me tell you, <laughs> it's been a journey. Tune in as we discuss our fun, inspiring, and at times challenging conversations. Whether you're a single, dating, engaged, or married, this podcast is for you. It's definitely for you. So let's take a ride on this journey. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Ashley, and we are here with another episode of our Journey of Love podcast. I am here with the husband. What up, though? I stole it. What up, though? You did. You just <laughs> got to be extra. Because you need to have a different intro. No, I'm going to keep it the same. I've been saying this for 30 episodes. I'm keeping it the same. <laughs> you, you can't change me. You know what? <laughs> keep, it, keep it 100 I'm not- like this. I'm not doing this with you today. Yes, you are. I'm I'm not, though. Yes. But I'm not. (laughs) We're doing it. I'm not participating. I'm not participating. Listen, listen. We have special guests in the house. I need you to be on your best behavior. I'll try. I like you have some home training. I got good home training. Show it. Prove it. (laughs) I'll try. (laughs) All right, y'all. Listen, we have some special guests in the building. I'm so excited. We have... Three couples with us today who are celebrating with us just black love. I know, right? Yes. In the middle of um, well, Black History Month. Yeah. We just had Valentine's at Day. The, at the time of this recording, we're in the middle of Black yeah, History Yeah, we had all that. So. <laughs> um, you know. so we want to introduce. Everybody. Everybody. So let's get it. So we have. Oh, I'm going to let you do it because I'm talking too much. I'll be the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, we all the way from the West Coast. Um, we have the Matthews over here. Hey. Gary and Amber. How y'all doing out there? Good, man. How y'all doing? We're good. We're good. You look like you just woke up, man. Oh, well, you know, it's early out here. It's, it's just 10, 10 23 out here. 10 23, <laughs> yeah. I understand. I understand. You know, I like to sleep in them all days. Hmm. If I can. Hmm. Ain't no off days. But, you know, you have other factors that uh, can get in for interfering with that. But here's what it is. Then we got our way in Cincinnati. We got the Ruben family. Hey. How y'all doing? Hey, how are you guys? We're good. We're all right. Good. In this snow. In this snow. In the snow. Hey, everybody. You got, hey, did you got a snow shovel or a plow or anything? I don't have anything, man. I moved here from Houston. I don't need a. Shovel. You you would have been in the same predicament <laughs> if you was in Houston, right? I would have needed one. In Houston, I would have. Yeah, I would have needed it there too. Yeah, I, just wasn't ready. Yeah, wasn't ready. yeah. Your neighbors over there, look at them. They ain't ready. <laughs> Can I borrow a shovel, please? <laughs> all right, all yeah, the I'm way up top. We have the Robinsons. Got Marquita and. Calvin, how y'all doing up there? Hey, we good. We good. How you doing? Good. We all the way in. We in Boston. We dealing with the snow as well. Yeah. Always. Always. About so y'all used to snow. it. She it means I gotta snow. do a lot of driving. He does a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. You got them good tires though, right? Oh, we got good tires. Yeah, we got good tires. I just I don't like I don't like her driving. You know, 
nowhere when it snows like that. So I have to drive around everywhere. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, that's not you. Look at you. Don't try that. I'm just I'm just paranoid. This dude won't do that. You know, driving. Well, you expect nothing less. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I feel some type of way. See, like, why see, did? See, that's there. I can't thing. even. If it's, even thing. if it's just raining a little bit, I can't that even is, get a ride to the to the mailbox. That is their thing. <laughs> oh, wow. This is their thing. Oh wow. I don't know. We need to talk off air about this because we gotta we gotta restructure some things. Oh, Ooh, that's gotta have some <laughs> thing. You gotta understand that. <laughs> we gonna have some conversations. Ooh. All I know. Shoot. He drives. You her. do just fine to the, to First the mailbox. All, he is driving her in the snow. That is love. <laughs> oh wow! We don't get started. Some over there. Woo! We don't get that snow. It's about to be a short recording because we got to go have a conversation about this. We got to go out for a drive. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Any other time I'm driving is with nine. We all right. What? Well, we appreciate y'all coming on our yeah. show and uh, spending time be with us. All kind of places to go now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it will be. <laughs> take right. me here. Take me there. All right. It's going to be the same reaction, too. I need to go to the store. <laughs> I just need to rethink some things in my life. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate everybody uh, joining the show. Um, I thank each and one of y'all. For coming over here and sharing your experiences and mm-hmm. your hearts and conversations and scenarios that we may have asked. Mm. So yeah, yes, come you on, ready? Scenarios. I'm ready. I've been. All ready. right, let's go. I was waiting for you to finish up your. All right, all right. your Grammy. There speech. you go. Um, so <laughs> we gonna start with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all notice the shade. I needed like a little clicker right here on the at the bottom of the screen to say shade points. There you see, you see me, Albert. There you go. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I don't know what good keeping tallies is gonna do for you. <laughs> I just want everybody it's just gonna to make him have to drive further. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we're going to start off with just a general question, just so everyone can kind of get a feel about how you all um, met. So we'll start with the Rubens. Let's start with you all, how you met, how your love has blossomed from the point of meeting until now. Tell us your story. We want to know. (laughs) I'll take it. Well, um, I met Desiree in 2004. Is it 2004? All I know is I was 15 years old. It, it was online. Yeah, so I went to, um, we're both from Memphis, but I left Memphis and went to boarding school in Massachusetts. Well, oh. while I was there, uh, I met some friends and happened to be a mutual friend of Desiree's. So Desiree went to the school in the summertime and I went back to Memphis and I got on AIM. Y'all remember that? Oh, yep. my God. On yep. AOL. We're telling our yep. age. Yeah, I got on AIM to message one of my friends, and somebody got on there trying to be fast. Now, now, you know, so our mutual friend told me that she knew somebody from Memphis and she had already told me that, oh, her friend named Terrence. And so when I saw him pop up when she was in the bathroom, I was like, hey, you know, she's not available. 
She told me about you. Hey, my name's Desiree. That's I wasn't being fast. I was being friendly. You see how thirsty I am right now? I was being <laughs> friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get. I was trying to talk to my friend, and this little girl was on there telling us, uh, "Hey, send me a picture." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> so we talked on AIM, and then we actually talked on the phone for a whole year before we actually met. And so we met in Memphis at St. Jude. Mm-hmm. I was working at St. Jude that next summer, and so we met in person that summer. Yeah. So I guess I was maybe 16 at that time when we finally yeah, met. Yeah, I might have been eight, 19, 18, 19, 19? 18, going on 19, something like that. Hmm. So, you know, that's how it started, and here we are, eight, 18, almost 18, almost 18 years, years later, wow. here mm-hmm. with a baby. Oh, wow. That's awesome, <laughs> man. Hey, that's, that's good right there, man. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, side note, Terrence, I remember that aim, boy. I'm trying to remember what your name was because I remember we it used was to mess. Motoshin. Yes, it was hot. Uh, yes, like yep, I still got it. Yes. Yep, <laughs> still got it. Y'all, he still has an AOL email address. I still use it. Yep, I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe we were a little corny in high school. Maybe we were. <laughs> it was. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I made my name from Motorola. I had a Motorola phone, so I took the MOTO from Motorola. I thought that was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of things we thought what was cool. Mm, I, don't, I don't think that was it. All right. So we um we met August 1998, eighth grade. Wow. And um, she kept asking me for my phone. There, no. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> now we met in 1998, uh, eighth grade. Uh, we was in um, the same classroom, and uh, I couldn't stop staring at her Aww. for the rest about five more years after that. So I was—I <laughs> don't know. We 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 had a different kind of friendship. We didn't talk much because both of us were both shy. Um, but we had a, a we, we we had a certain level of respect for each other, where um, you know we look at each other and you know do little stuff, but we didn't talk much, mm-hmm. you know. But we were still really really good friends. But um, we didn't we didn't start dating until um, what this this year almost seven years June of this year makes six years. Six years. That's six. June of this year makes six years. But um, how that started is, you want to tell a story? You want me to tell it? Because you know I'm going to tell my version. I'll go tell your version. You want to? Okay. (laughs) So I'll tell my whole Martin episode. Um, He, I think he was in contact with my sister on Facebook. Yeah. But he didn't know it was my sister. So I think what you waited years to see if she was going to post a picture of me. No, she. he waited for her to post a picture of me to verify that that was my sister. So she finally posted a picture. <laughs> so he, um, he sent her a message and asked, was, was we sisters? And um, she responded, yes. And I guess, you know, he, he mm-hmm. introduced himself and asked her to, you know, pass, oh. pass his phone number along. Okay, hold on. <laughs> when... His sister said, I asked her, uh, was she, um, were they sisters? And she said she remembered me from a prom picture that we took. And so um, I asked her, I said, uh, well, can you tell her I said hello? 
And she came back like five minutes later and said, Quita said hi. And I said, okay, cool. Uh, I said, you give her my number and tell her to text me. So um, I got off work that morning. Well, I got off work that, yeah, I got off work that morning and woke up and I had a text message that said, hey, how you been doing? It's Quita. And we've been talking ever since. And we had talked ever since, every single day. Uh, every, we, every single every day. Every single day. And we've been married now for two years. Two years. February You're 1st talking. was two years. Oh, yeah. wow. So we've known each other for 23 years. Nice. And it's like a friendship, though. Yep. It's like, uh, I'm going to sound real corner right now, but <laughs> I never, I never, um, you know, you go to work and stuff. And you'd be anxious to get off just to go home with, you know, your girl and mm -hmm. hang out. I never felt like that ever. So it's like, uh, it's so different. My life's so different just being with her. I get tear. I'm so weak. So uh, <laughs> he's he's an emotional softy. So, yeah, <laughs> that is sweet. Um, you know, we just it's just fun. I just enjoy life with her. Just great. Real great. I love this. I love y'all. <laughs> You, you need a her. tissue? <laughs> huh? He has a soft heart. This is beautiful. You're All right, Gary and Amber. So we had a mutual friend, but we met in college. We met uh, in grad school at Tennessee State. So um, we had a mutual friend, and the real story of how we met was through Facebook, but how we physically met was I was on my way to finish off a term paper or more like a midterm for one of my uh, major courses. And Amber was hanging out in the courtyard area, just, you know, talking on the phone. And so as I was going headed to the library, she yelled out my name because again, we met kind of on Facebook just when Facebook first started. So I kind of looked over didn't really notice who she was. He played me, y'all. <laughs> and I kept going, but I was on a mission again, midterm. Got to take care of paperwork. So um, get to the library, and I'm finishing off my work. And for some reason, someone's like, "Hey, man, go to Facebook. I think you, uh, I think you know her." Like so, so legitly, stop what I was doing with my turn or uh, with the midterm paper. Uh, went to Facebook and realized it was her. So I've been missing her friend as well as her for the past couple of weeks, trying to really, you know, meet her because our mutual friend used to hang out with my friends and I because we used to host parties and things like that. So, um, you know, it was just just a real good friend of mine. So when I saw Amber on her page one day, I asked her, like, who was that girl with these short shorts on, man? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know... <clears throat> <laughs> uh, after we, like I say, introduce each other, message each other back for a while. But uh, fast forward back to the library. Uh, so I realized it was her. Harry Uffin is my work. Um, send it off to my professor and ran out of the library to catch her as she was walking to class. Uh, walked into the class, carried the books, um, got a telephone number, and almost 12 years later, here we are. So wow. it was a situation like that that, um, that, you know, that ignited us and, 
Yeah, I, yeah. I guess. Oh, he's looking at me. Oh, that's just, oh, that's just ignited, so I, I found it. my funny story for the day. I see you. <laughs> so in other words, he played me, y'all. We've <laughs> <laughs> been Facebook friends at this point for what, like six or seven months. He's been trying to like check me out. I'm like, I don't know you. You a stranger. I don't just meet people <laughs> off of Facebook. <laughs> and then I saw him in person, and he played me. Oh, no. A lie, like... You didn't even know who I was. Hey, look, think, of, <laughs> think about this. Do you want the educated brother that graduated from uh, college, or do you want the brother that yeah, kicked out of college? That's right. 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 Harris, <laughs> you're right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you see. Yep. Glad for this. I'm paying for this. I can't. I, I, I can't fail. I'm paying for this. <laughs> Gotta get it. <laughs> he said, "I'm paying for this." I know that's right. <laughs> What's up, man? He had, he had them priorities. Get this mm-hmm. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You see what happened? You, you, and here we are. Right. 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 So let me ask you all a question because it seems like a lot of um, our relationships are based on friendship. I know our listeners know a little bit about our stories and our friendship and how we came to be. So at what point did you know you were in love with your significant other? Like what was that point that I had like, no, I love you. Like this is like you the one. (laughs) Before y'all answer that, um, I'm going to tell mine last. I'm going to tell mine last. But I want to hear everybody's version. <laughs> I guess I'll go first. I yeah, guess. you gotta let them. Oh, you, sorry. You let sorry. them choose. Oh, <laughs> hey man, it's y'all show. Go ahead. Go ahead. This no, you go ahead. You got the floor. You you want to get that off your chest? You haven't heard your point. You said that some popped up. Some popped up, and I was like, wow. Go ahead. Win. I think. <laughs> I think uh, I think when she first came to see me, mm. when uh, I had just lost my sister to a bad car accident, mm. and I was going through so much, and uh, she came to see me, and uh, this it was actually first time me seeing her, and she got out the car. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is it. Right here. <laughs> this, this is it. Like, yeah, I never my legs, you know, I I never been so afraid, like nervous, like my neck, my legs was shaking, and I was doing all kind of extra stuff, man. I was dropping stuff, <laughs> I couldn't get it right. <laughs> but uh, when I saw that, and we went out and we had a good time, I knew it. I knew then that uh, I was like, this, this, this it right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, this it. That's so for me, for me, um, I can't really pinpoint the exact date but I'll say that um over the years before we even got in contact with each other you know as women you sit and you daydream and think about what you want your life to be weddings and having kids for some odd reason I would think of those things but his face always popped up Hmm. it would always pop up 
And I shake it off. I'm like, girl, he probably married. Like you haven't talked to him since 12th grade. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. for some reason he'd pop up. And I remember when my sister told me, hey, do you remember that guy, Calvin, you took the prom picture with? And I'm like, yeah. She said, well, he wants you to call him. And I laughed. I remember when she told me, I laughed. And before I called him, I took a deep breath. Well, before I text him, I took a deep breath and I um, laughed and I said, this is it. I knew, I knew at that point that I wouldn't be with anybody else. I knew that this was going to be it. Mm. Wow. Okay. And by the way, he's, by the way, he's lying. He's been in love since the eighth grade. We <laughs> <laughs> couldn't stop staring at you in class. Hey, we, all, we all know that. I'm just, I'm just saying. He, he asked when you really sweetie, knew. you knew in the eighth right. grade. We <laughs> all knew. He said he was years. He didn't have the vocabulary to articulate that feeling. <laughs> he asked when you really knew. Uh-huh. <laughs> Exactly. That you really were- <laughs> Took you that long? <laughs> oh, I okay. <laughs> you know. You know. Yeah. You know. So. Okay, Terrence, mm-hmm. your turn. Well, I don't remember. I don't have an exact moment. I'm like, I don't have an exact moment. I know there are several moments I know where I fell in love with her, like over the years. But the very first time, I just, I don't remember that. I feel like for me, like I I can't pinpoint um, a specific moment, but I remember um, when my uh, little brother was uh, graduating from, he had his eighth grade graduation and I was in my undergrad in Maine and I wasn't able to come home, Um, but Terrence was able to go in my place and uh, be at my brother's graduation. And I just remember that being like a pinpoint moment, like he's really invested, like I'm not there. He's with my family. He's taking photos. He's going with the family afterward. Like it, it just felt like we were really invested in each other. And that's a moment that stands out for me when I was like, oh, I, I really love him. And that would be like a, a younger moment over the 18 years. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> so sweet. It is. Gary and Amber. Awesome. Um. <clears throat> At this particular point, I think we might have been dating officially, um, maybe for a couple of months. Um, we'd both gone home for Christmas break. Um, at this point, we met the family over Christmas break. It was not planned, not intentional, because I didn't think we were ready for that. But at this particular point, uh, we he met my side of the family and I'd met pretty much all of his family, my mom's side of the family and all of his family. Um, and he'd gone back to Nashville, which where we were living, he'd gone th- back to Nashville um, separately from me. Um, and I just remember uh, like really wanting to get back to Nashville to be back, you know, to be with him. Um, I was like, you know, there's nothing in Memphis for me. All that I need is in Nashville. And I remember us, um, talking on that trip back home and I was um I think he said I love you first um but I think then I knew okay I really do love this man and depending on how this thing goes this might be it Mm. okay Okay. all right 
Very ironic because I let her go first because I knew we were going to tell the same story. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. But uh, absolutely that. But um, the fact the fact that I'm similar to what Mar- Mark Rita felt, like, it wasn't me just, like, having dreams about it, but everything that I've pictured as far as, like, me moving forward with my life and doing things different was – so that it can be a better situation for us. It was like from the moment I felt like everything was about us was the moment I felt that I knew that I, lo- I loved her. And mm. this is what I wanted, you know, you know, cause you can tell, tell a person you love them and still have your own objectives and goals and, you know, mm. set forth this, that, and third. But I knew for a fact that when it, it, it turned to my thought process of it just totally being about us, and I uprooted uh, like everything I, I thought was safe to move to Michigan just to be with her and everything else like that, mm-hmm. I knew. I was like, I will never let her go again. So, you know, that whole process from the moment she told me that she was moving to pursue her Ph.D., I told AutoZone and everybody else I knew, I'm going to catch y'all on the fly. <laughs> He's just like a Memphis nigga, man. I swear. No, I'm a child. <laughs> because, like, I moved up in the company. Like, I was running my own commercial sales department, you know, in 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 a good area in Nashville. And I was good. You know, it, it wasn't a problem. But, you know, it was just at that particular time, I it, it was time to move forward with life and, and grow up, you know. So it was... I knew it was love when she officially made me grow up. So it was it was good to go. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> I love that. I gotta come up with a better answer then. I don't know. Come on, Gary. Hey, yeah, he wanna redo. We look out. He said, I got it together now. I love it. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, people against this, you know. Yeah, many people against it, you know. Against black people coming together as one, and that's what life about, you know. Absolutely. So, babe, do you want to tell your story? I think I was kind of opposite of Gary and uh, Marquita, and you know how they was, you know, gazing and looking in the mirror and in space, and I was in a different place. So, actually. Ashley caught me in a space and I think all guys know that that certain space where you're not doing it everything's good everything's normal everything is comfortable but Ashley caught me in a space where I needed to fill a void and I didn't realize that until I was I went to the movies by myself because we was we was dating but we was Doing the long long distance thing. I was here in Atlanta. She was in Virginia. So, uh, the movies. What was it? Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, Straight Outta Compton came out. So, I went out straight. Went to go see Straight Outta Compton. And the scene when Easy e was dying. And he had his, his family and his loved ones and this, that, and the other. And how he was losing them and how he was trying to reconnect this, that, and the other. And I just had some self-reflecting. I was like, well, at this point in time, I'm like, you know, it's just me by myself in limbo. And 
we was dating at the time, and I was like, hmm. So it was just like something that clicked, and it was like, yo, I think I love her. Then it was like, I do love her. And this is during the movie, during during those emotional Against scenes. Against the movie. But this is during the emotional part of the movie, which is the yeah, end if you've seen the movie. So. <laughs> Straight out the comp. So. you of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> but but she, she's my ride or die, though, you know. <laughs> She she she's my go getter. So um when the movie immediately once the movie was over with, I'm headed to the car and I text her. I know she's sleep, but she got work the next morning, so I just sent her a nice little text, told her I love her. Now I didn't know how she was gonna react to that. I just sent it. I knew she was asleep, so I was like, All right, it's gonna give me some nice long little little break. I can go to bed and uh you text me back, but I don't think it was immediately. Because I was asleep. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the next day. But she texted me back and she told me uh, how she felt. Yeah, that's wanna... just like a, gutter, a ghetto black love story. Like I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was authentic, though. That's all that matters. Right. <laughs> I was more so along with um, Gary and Marquita. Um, you know, I, it was a certain point we had been dating. I can't say exactly how long. I know it was a short time before. And it was just the things that he was doing and that he was showing me. Um, I knew he was the one. Like, there was no question in my mind. It was, uh, wasn't a doubt. I was like, this is the man that I'm going to marry. Because um, at the point that he, and I actually knew when he told me, when he asked me to be his girlfriend, at that point, I knew that wasn't the last yes that he would get from me. Like I knew we would be married. I knew eventually he would ask me to marry him and all that type of stuff. So yeah, that's how it was with me. Get over no. my love story over here. That's <sighs> <laughs> <Yes>, sweet. <laughs> so I want to ask, um, you know, once you all got married, you know, marriage can be a bit challenging at times. It's not easy. I've always said it's not for the faint of heart. Okay. Um, so what are some of the things or just one thing that when you got married that you had to unlearn, like a habit that you had to unlearn or something that was just like, you know, I have to stop doing this or reprogram myself in a way because it's affecting my spouse negatively. Okay. Okay. Um, um now we dated seriously four years before we got married and had already been like living together and whatever um but really at the beginning of my marriage uh, i was kind of one to not necessarily um clearly communicate what i was feeling or just expecting him to anticipate a lot of my needs or discomforts or whatever, um, rather than necessarily vocalizing it to him. Um, <clears throat> and I remember us kind of having struggles due to that kind of early on um, in our marriage and something just kind of like clicked. Like if you're going to continue this and if this is going to work and 
Of course, they talk about it in premarital counseling. You know, other couples tell you communication is the key, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. But, like, I just remember us having, like I said, kind of issues early on. Um, and, of course, he's a great communicator, but it was me who wasn't really saying what needed to be said in order to have um, those issues kind of remedied. And also learning how to be an effective communicator and communicate in a style in which he can hear, understand, and if necessary, we can change whatever behavior needs to be changed. So it was really like just kind of opening up my own communication style and also adapting that to him and also being more aware of those nonverbal cues, the body language, the, okay, you're giving me the cold shoulder. You don't really want to be bothered or what just came out of my mouth is really rubbing you the wrong way. And because you have this high level of respect for me, you're not going to fly off the handle, but okay. I need to realize that's the wrong button to push. Don't say that like this so that you have to then go back and apologize um, for how you delivered your message. So it was really like a lot of me kind of checking myself um, and remembering to treat him um, like the friend that he is. Like if I'm not treating my homegirls like this or, you know, my homeboys like this or even my brother or sister like this, then why am I treating the person that I said I'd spend the rest of my life wow. like so it's like, okay, fix yourself because he's not necessarily the problem in this. I mean, he might be part of the problem that we might be having at that moment, but okay, you got to come correct in this situation. Wow. I respect that. Yep. That was well said. Yeah, well, 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 He'll just walk away like cold, walk away. And I'm having to like say to myself, okay, we need to reach that. And by we, I mean me. Mm -hmm. So that I can then go back and participate in this relationship like the adult that I should be. Wow, that's awesome. That I love that. Yeah. So it, that, yeah. That was a, it was a good You articulated that well. Every word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's one of the things I know that I personally struggled with when we first got married. Because I thought I was a great communicator. So I'm sitting here like, well, I don't understand why you don't understand. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so confused. Why? I, I, where did it get lost in translation? So I definitely understand it. That was definitely something I had to work on myself because... And you made a good point, you know, about treating him the friend, like the friend that he is to you. Because um, I know I told Fillmore one time, I said, you know, sometimes I have to take off my wife hat and remember that we were friends first. Because the wife in me is going to come at you differently than the friend will, you know. So I'd be like, okay, he needs a friend right now. He don't need wife Ashley. He needs friend Ashley. So here I am, you know. So. Yeah. adjust to that as well because. Uh, she says I'm a great communicator. I, I think I'm a fairly decent communicator due to the work that I do. Um, but I also have to take a step back when she has those moments and realize even as a husband, I need to take that hat off and understand that she's going to be a difficult time right now. And maybe I just need to be more understanding of what's happening. And maybe after she's done, then we communicate about that 
and kind of work through those particular processes. But again, my my struggle with that was just because again, I work in social work, so. Mm -hmm. My whole thing was to acknowledge that something is going on and to, at that moment, accept what's happening and then be able to process that situation. Mm -hmm. uh, because in the moment, I can get real upset mm -hmm. and I can leave the situation. And I'm trying to work on that. But that process for me to leave the room is to not cross the boundaries of wife or friend. So therefore, if I dismiss myself from the situation, I can't overstep those boundaries and have to take back anything that I've said mm -hmm. because I refuse to hurt her in that way that I have to take back anything that I said. I want everything that I come, that comes out of my, my mouth to be what it is and what I mean as opposed to it just being the moment. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get caught up in the moment. Say anything to my wife, my best friend that I do not mean. Because I feel like regardless on how much you want to take those things back. And again, I've accepted apologies and the same vice versa. But, you know, in anybody's relationship or anybody's marriage or friendship or whatever it is, we can forgive a lot of things, but we won't forget. Mm -hmm. So you can say what you're taking back, but in the drop of a dime, if you get upset again, that, that person might think you'll go out to handle and say the same thing. So you don't want, I don't want to be in the defense mode. And again, those are things that we working on, especially myself. I'm definitely working on getting off the defensive uh, understanding and just, you know, being able to later on process what's going on. If the in the moment doesn't work for either one of us, I believe being able to kind of take a moment, take a step back and just processing that information later on so that you all can come to better terms to know each other in a different fashion to, to better help the relationship. Hmm. That's right. Yeah, it was real nice. Self and team work. Mm -hmm. There you go. Correct. There you go. That's, that's what's up right there. I like that. That's what's up right yeah, there. Yeah, I would say. Mm -mm, go right, ahead. Who's next? Who who wants to go next? Um, I would okay. say communication. Um, just like how you guys mentioned was also a big thing for us. Um, when we were getting married, like there was a lot that was happening at the same time. Um, I was starting residency. Uh, it was the first time we were living together in a while. Um, I think at that point we had been together for 14 or 15 years and we had lived together for maybe one year in Dallas before, but the rest of our relationship had been, um, long distance. And so we were coming together for the first time, um, in a long time and then starting residency. And he was moving um, from Oakland and I was moving from uh, New York, New Jersey area. And um, we'll, and then we was coming together. And so it was definitely going to take a lot of communication. And with me starting my residency, I was kind of used to, um, I guess when I was in med school, I was used to um, when I come home and I had a stressful day, I could just give me a cup of wine go take a shower, get in bed. I ain't got to worry about none because, I mean, mm -hmm. I call them, but, you know, it's still different when you're in your own space mm -hmm. and not having to consider somebody mm -hmm. so much in your space. But um, when we were together uh, in residency, I may have like a 14-hour shift and I'm doing that six days a week. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm stressed. 
like you should know I'm stressed, like, and I'm not verbalizing these things, but uh, a lot of the stuff in the household, like um, cooking, cleaning, like a lot of that was falling on him. And um, I don't think I was really like communicating, like seeing how he felt about it or like seeing how I could help. It was more just like a, I, I was used to being, I guess more so selfish because that, that's, that's how I had to be when I had such stressful days. But when you have a partner in the house, like having to figure out how they feel about the situation, like um, is, a, is a lot more. Um, and we had to have like communication about that because I think he was starting to feel a little resentful about like having, you know, having to have so much on him and without communication, I didn't know he was feeling that way. And I was just thinking like, he should understand I'm in residency, like, mm -hmm. I can't do nothing. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> when I come home, I just want a glass of wine because I have to restart my day at 4 a.m. And so, but just, just understanding where your partner is coming from so that everybody can be in, happy in the home, um, I think is real important. Absolutely. Let's say happy spouse, happy house. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's right. Okay. Yeah, and I think what I had to unlearn was, um, as I say, I used to be very nonchalant. Um, cause like growing up, you know, I was like, shoot, I can date any girl. I ain't worried about this. You know, it, it wasn't like, um, anything I took serious. So if I was in a relationship or something and someone was talking to me, I, mm -mm, whatever, you know, if it was something that was, uh, missed, like if we was having bad terms or whatever, bye, you know, I, I move on. <laughs> you know, it's plenty of fish in the sea. Right. That's what my daddy told me, you know, so that's how I took that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, but when you figure out that you're in love and I feel, okay, dang, this person is still in the back of my head or, you know, always there. You you wake up in the morning, you think about them, you go to sleep, you think about them. And throughout the day, you're thinking about them. You're like, why is this person always in my head? Okay, I must love this person or, you know, I have strong like for this person, strong feelings for this person. But I had to learn how to uh, be so not not nonchalant at the reverse that and then also at the same time i'm like you ashley like i felt like you know i thought my communication skills were just fine mm -hmm. like i'm a logical thinker so mm -hmm. in my mind if i saw a dish in the sink i'm like well you know whoever see it first get the dish you know right. but at the same time think about it when we got even though we dated and we're together for a long time coming together we got married moved across the country and she started residency within one week of each other. Like wow. that all happened in the same week. Wow. So like talk about an adjustment period. It took, it took me about two years to adjust. I, and I'm still adjusting, even though she's out of residency now, it's still an adjustment. And don't get me wrong. It's, it's easy. It's easy now. And mm -hmm. like, uh, I mean, we have our times, but you know, it's, it's easy, but Having to unlearn my way of thinking mm -hmm. and how to communicate with my wife. And also at the same time, even though if I'm feeling some type of way, I have to realize that my wife is going through a lot. Like she's in residency and that that was hard, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah, I might have been a little resentful because all the stuff, you know, fell on me while she was there. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a partnership. She had something like way greater going on than washing dishes, mm -hmm. you know, okay, I can handle the dishes. I got you. I know you had a stressful day. I got you. And it took me a while to kind of, 
I wouldn't say submit to that. That's not the right word, but it took me a, a while to be comfortable with mm-hmm. being uncomfortable mm-hmm. with things that I wasn't used to. Right. And so, yeah, I, I think that's it. And, and it's worked out. I mean, we're, I say we're good now. I mean, we always be good. <laughs> <laughs> it took some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. The Davis for us, it would probably be thinking about ourselves. You have to unlearn being alone. Hmm. Um, everything is together rather than, you know, I mm-hmm. and me. So for me, um, before we got together, I was single for a very long time, living alone for, for a very long time. So everything I did was by myself. It was just me. And, and when he came here and he moved here, I had to think about us. Everything is about us now, especially when we got married. It's, it's, it's us. We, everything is together mm-hmm. rather than me. You know, if I want to spend a certain amount of money, I have to think about us. We mm-hmm. rather than what I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just everything in general mm-hmm. um, is getting that out of my head. That it's not just me. It's both of us. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the same thing with me. Uh, far as a lot of things unlearned, like she was telling me how, you know, how people, because before we moved together, I was like the type of person that, you know, help trying to help a lot of black men, like in the community where my school was at. I tried to help guys who went to school with me and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of them guys let me down. Mm. You know, a lot, of, a lot of them guys let me down, but I poured my heart out to it because I was on this black thing. Of like I said before, like I would move around black people all day, but them, mm-hmm. you know. So okay. I'm just being honest. <laughs> <laughs> but them, them guys, them guys that I was helping, you know, they it was always like a uh, a lot of mess that go on, you know, trying to you know help them out with certain little things or get their minds on the right track of you know uh, things they should be doing in their life. And I think that you know that that part of my life I had to let go, and uh, you know, same thing she said, pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. I had to learn. <laughs> Basically, learning the hard way that you can't help everybody. It's you, you have a family. Now. You exactly. gotta you gotta worry about us first. That's right. You worry about us first. And it was exactly. probably hard for him to let that go People too. Down. People come up and make up the most crazy stuff in the world. Oh, yeah. Yes. Was that was that hard for you to let that go? Uh, it was not, not just so it's hard, but it's like, uh, you know, I wasn't thinking about myself and my family where I got, I'm married. So it's about us, you know, it ain't about somebody way, you know, out there and, you know, got so much going on. I'm trying to help and trying to, you know, just, just pretty much help people. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's still a little hard for him to, Cause you can't help everybody, right? And he he's on this thing where he tries to help everybody. Everybody don't want your help. Everybody is not accepting of that, right? And not everybody deserves it either, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he he's better at that. He he focuses on us. Oh yeah, it's, I'm and done with it's, all it's, that. It's, it's it's straight family. We you know us first. Let's right. live our life and live our life. Pretty we much. We have so many issues for us. Uh, far as things to unlearn. Because when you come together and you love a person, 
like everything that's not good for your relationship, you all this stuff go out the window, you know, then, you know, we don't, we don't have like so much that we go through, mm-hmm. you know, so. You like what you hear? Tune into our next episode of A Love Like This, part two. In the meantime, and it's in between time, be sure to follow our journey of love. What is the problem? Fix your face. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our journey of love podcast. We so appreciate you. Be sure to join us. Follow us on all of our social media outlets. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio. They like to say we on everything. We on everything, so be sure to join us. And remember, y'all, love is patient, love is kind. Be sure. I love you.